welcome to An American's Guide to Bollywood. Today we're talking about Monsoon Wedding by Mira Nair, about a Delhi family preparing for their only daughter's arranged wedding. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is, I guess, our first, like, indie yeah. Indian movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. This is much more what you would think of traditionally. Uh, you know, when you think of a foreign film, this is more... Yes, and it was treated that way, too. Yeah. It was very well-respected and well-received. Yeah. And they call it parallel cinema, but it's the same thing as indie films here. It's short. It's barely... It's not even two hours... Um, There's no musical numbers. There is singing, but it's just kind of the way they do in life. Yeah, they're singing. There's a little bit of dancing. Yeah, and all of the stars in the movie are, they're character actors. But they're all good. They're the Mm -hmm. the kind of character actors that carry the film industry. Yeah, exactly. I think the biggest known actor in it is the father of the family, Nasiruddin Shah. I I think so, yeah. I don't know how to say that name, but... And the woman who's getting married, Aditi, she has mostly done playback singing. Which is funny because she doesn't do any singing in the movie. I know, right? But she did playback singing for Lagan. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's about a family preparing for an arranged marriage, but like there's a lot of little subplots are going on because Mm -hmm. it's really about the entire family. Yes. There is the plot of the woman who's going to get married Mm -hmm. and... um, her what's going on in her life and also um why she chose to have an arranged marriage and the guy that she's gonna marry Mm -hmm. but there's also them talking about her parents and their relationship Mm -hmm. and what it's like to try and get together such an expensive wedding and to have all your family and friends and the groom's family all coming in yeah Mm -hmm. and just the the showiness of Mm -hmm. of a a deli indian wedding yeah Um, and there's um, her brother, her little brother, who isn't like his parent or his father wants him to be. But then there's also the cousins who will have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is an ensemble movie, and like that, there's really a lot going on. Even minor subplots that really only take a few minutes total of the film, but they still make their presence felt. Yeah. And then, of course, the best subplot. Which is... Alice and Dubé. Yes. The wedding planner and yes. the maid. The wedding planner who is still unmarried. He doesn't know why he's still unmarried. And he's not the most likable man in the world, but he's so earnest and he's... It's so cute. He's not likable when you see him apart from Alice. But the way he treats Alice is super sweet. Yes. He's kind of your general, like... Contractor. Trying to get ahead. Trying to get as much money as he can. Yeah. Yeah. But it's such a sweet plot. It is. This was one of the first movies, the first Indian movies we really saw. I think it was the first Indian movie I saw. Because when it came out, it got a lot of attention in America. Mm -hmm. 2001. Yeah, because it was so, much more what Americans expect an indie film, a foreign film to be. Yes. So it got you know, kind of your usual amount of attention. Of course, and of course, because it's so well done. This is a movie oh, you can yeah. watch over and over again. Because you really feel like you get to know this family. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I've seen this movie so many times. And every single time I see it, I love it so much. And it's really... I mean, 
yeah, there's some stuff in it, but it's a really feel-good movie in Mm -hmm. so many different ways without being sugary and sappy. Yeah. And it is definitely a beginner movie, but I would also say that young kids wouldn't, shouldn't see it. They... There's yes. just a couple things in it that really aren't appropriate for yes below teenage years. And honestly, they won't get it or care about it either. Like they, well, they yeah. just aren't gonna. They're not gonna mm-hmm. be interested in a plot that's so much about family dynamics. Yeah, but there not, are a couple concepts where it's just yeah, yeah not, not appropriate for kids. Yeah, but not because of anything you see or anything. It's it's mm-hmm. a very normal feeling movie in that sense. Yeah, they're not trying to shock you necessarily so there's a lot of english in this movie Mm -hmm. Um, they speak a ton of english and that's reflective of real life in delhi um it's very mixed with hindi but it isn't subtitled and i think we've talked about this before but sometimes they'll say well you don't need the english subtitled because you speak english but they're talking very fast with heavy accents, and so if you're not used to Indian accents, you might need to put basically closed captions on so that you can see if what it's saying. offered. What I always think is funny about these Indian movies is they're like, "Well, I mean, you don't need it because <laughs> you can understand English." And I'm like, "What if the person's deaf? Like, I can't show this to a deaf person, right?" Yeah. Sometimes you're just like, "Come on, guys, get it together." Yeah. But a huge theme in this movie is similar to to Sean. It's the tension between old and new. She's getting an arranged marriage, but she's not even totally sold on the idea of an arranged marriage. She wants to settle down, but... But she's a modern girl. She's a modern girl. She had a boyfriend that she can't really let go of. Yeah, and she she does... You can tell she's pulled between this idea of the stability of having an arranged marriage and being married and have, being part of a family, but also that ideal of falling in love first. Yeah, exactly. But that didn't really work with her boyfriend. No. So you kind of see that tension there. And it's, I always think these Indian movies about arranged marriages and what arranged marriages are like are so interesting just because, I mean, it's it's really, it's not something we have here. Yeah. So I always just think it's interesting to see the way Indians look at arranged marriages because, you know, you there's obviously a lot of movies that promote the idea of love matches, but... The ones that look at the way arranged marriages work, they're just really interesting because they're not all negative. A lot of them are either neutral or positive about how it works or how it can work. And I think this one is. Yeah. Um, You know, I I would say they're not saying like, hey, this is for everybody. But, you know, if you let it work, it can work. Yeah. This is also a movie that felt so real when you watched it. Oh, it does. And the way they shot the city and everything. Oh my goodness, there were so many scenes of Delhi. And apparently, it's really, really representative of life in Delhi. It felt, you know, for people that are from there, it felt so real. Which is nice, because a lot of these movies aren't, you know, they're the glamorized version exactly of this life. But it's interesting just to see the day-to-day and what the city's like and all that. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of non-glamorized, every family we see has just tons of meddling. Every single family member is up in everybody's business. Yes. Um, Regardless of the family or who it is, even Dubay, the contractor, Mm -hmm. uh, putting the the wedding planner, 
even Dubay's mother is just hounding him as soon as he gets home from work. Why aren't you married? Oh, I'll never see a grandson. Your father's name will die. Yes. Well, he's just walking around. Um, and his crew meddles in his life. His crew does also, yeah. And I loved him They're and his crew. They're close enough to family. Yeah, exactly. It was funny, though, now that we know that from from another movie called P.K., Yes. We know that PK sounds like the tips, word tipsy. tipsy in Hindi. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like his name. And so it's like Parbatlal something with a K. And so he's like, but I go by PK, but it makes people laugh. So people yes. call me Dube, which is his last name. And I never got that before. I was like, oh, of course they're laughing. Right. But it's because it means tipsy. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny. But, you know, even he in his business is old versus new he's trying to do everything the new way he's like no everything's in foreign style all mm-hmm. written down in contract and setting up the wedding tent at first it's all white exactly. and the father's like why is it all white did someone die is like i want color this is my only daughter do it right lots of colors and he's yeah. like oh okay and he yells at the guy he's like he wants it the old way yeah <laughs> honestly i mean I would recommend this movie to anybody, whether they're into Indian movies or not. It's so good. It's definitely one where it's really not done in the Bollywood style at all. So mm-hmm. any American would be able to watch this as long as they're able to, you know, do the, the watch Indian movies. Yeah. And there's, but there is just enough singing and dancing that you still get that hint of it. Yeah, the culture. The culture. When you see how much singing and dancing is just a part of their culture, that they Mm -hmm. just do it at family. Like, I cannot imagine a family event where people just start singing and dancing. Oh, I know. Just randomly. I would be like, what is happening? I know. It would be upsetting. Yes. I wouldn't like it. But yeah, I mean, there was enough singing and dancing that Farrah Khan was the choreographer. Especially for the number at the end, I'm guessing the cousin's number. Yeah. Probably so. Which is nice because Farrah Khan was the one that did all the choreography in her family when she was growing up. So she would also (laughs) know what it was like to do that kind of choreography. Yeah, exactly. So now we're going to take a break. And uh, after the interval, we'll do spoilers. that was really brave, I guess, in this movie and unusual is the topic that they broached with her cousin. Yes. Rhea. And this was very shocking to me because when I saw this, I was maybe in middle school, so I would have been maybe like 13. Yeah. And it wasn't something you saw in movie. But it's very obvious that something wrong is happening. Yeah, exactly. This guy who's unrelated to the family, he and his wife are there. Um, They're close family friends. The families helped each other out after the partition. It's always the partition. The partition, yes. But, yeah. 45. But they owe a lot to this family. Right. Who's richer, all this stuff. And they're always like, oh, there's no accounts between families, blah, blah, blah. Which, honestly, is a classic grooming technique where, you know, Mm -hmm. get close to the family, whatever. But, yeah, he's a creep and a half. And you can tell already 
Um, what's funny is the only other movies I've seen him in, he's been the person he's pretending he is in the beginning of this movie. Oh, the super nice so guy. So he just seems like a nice... I've seen him in other movies, and he's just like a nice guy. He's just hanging so out with somebody's uncle or something, you know? Hey, guys. That's so funny. No big deal. So you yeah. see him in this, and he's playing that part, but he's spending more time with the little girl cousin than he should be. Yes. Such as Annie. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, this is really something that does not get, even now, does not get talked about a lot in India. You know, Mm -hmm. you think we don't talk about this kind of thing a lot here. They talk about it way less in India. Yes. And she really showed it, I thought, in a very realistic way. You saw the grooming and the Mm -hmm. build-up. Yeah, absolutely. And the effect that it was having on Rhea. Rhea, who, the cousin who... Who had been... Preyed upon when she was a girl. Yeah. And by was, this guy. Right. Not somebody else, but by this guy. Yeah. And, you know, for and her... she's such a great character. Yeah, she's, she's great. She's clearly such a funny, smart, confident person. Independent. She's yeah. She's not married, and she's like, I'm applying to creative writing stuff in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I want to go do this stuff. I'm not interested in getting married just because you asked me when I'm getting married. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. And I love that they didn't make her character all about this. Yeah. She, she wasn't was, just a victim. No, she was so much before and after they addressed this. Mm-hmm. And she, it's that thing of, like, she probably thought no one would believe her and no one would take her side or people would blame her for it. And so she never said anything. Mm-hmm. And she could see the family ties. You exactly. Know, this is a complicated thing. Because um, they did owe a lot to this family. Right. And you're just going to make trouble for everybody, including yeah. yourself. And, you know, again, what if they don't take your side? Mm-hmm. But Because she's living with her uncle, her actual uncle, blood uncle, Yeah. Um, after her father died. Right. So they essentially raised her, but she's not actually their daughter. But then she sees it happening again, and she's, she's like, nope, can't let that happen. And she's willing to believe it's not happening at the very beginning mm-hmm. when he, you know, she's like, why was he in here? Oh, he was getting something up off a high shelf. And she's like, oh, okay. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. But she keeps an eye on it. Mm-hmm. And in that moment when there's that revelation, he's going to take her to bed. He's got her in his car. Yeah. And she's, the little girl's already said like, well, I know all about grown up kissing and it's gross and whatever. And so she's got like all of her warning bells going off mm-hmm. um that scene was so powerful and one of the most powerful things about it was the father's reaction yes. when he's hearing about it uh-huh. and he's so visibly just floored yeah and you can tell he immediately does he's not doubting her yes he's shocked for sure he doesn't know what to think but he's not doubting her because she is an honest person like she says later she's an honest person yeah you know i don't lie she's not a dramatic troublemaker or anything like that mm-hmm well, and you can tell immediately, even Tedge's, even this guy's wife is like... Oh, yeah. She's, she's of course, she's like, oh, unmarried girls like Rhea, you know, they make this stuff up, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But then she's looking at him like, how could mm-hmm. you? And in the end, it's clearly not the first time this has happened or whatever. I mean, right. this woman knows. Because by the end, she's not even fighting it. She's just... She's like, for, for such a small mm-hmm. thing, you yeah. know. Oh, really, don't, you know, don't make this a bigger thing than it is. Yeah. And, yeah, the the father doesn't know what to do at first. And he's like, okay, well, I guess, you know, they have to they have to still be in the wedding. They owe us so much. Like, I don't know what to do. And, and Rhea doesn't even fight it. Right. She's just so happy that he believes her and is, and is so supporting upset her. that this has happened to mm-hmm. her. 
that she's like, okay, then I'll I'll do this thing. Because she's been doing it forever. Yeah. Her whole life she's been pretending like nothing happened. Exactly. She sits at his feet in the photo. When the Which photographer so, asks her yeah. to. All this stuff. And then when everybody's going to pay homage to, you know, the shrine of her dead father. That's when the father can't. Yeah. He's like, no, nope, not having this guy touch. Yeah. The shrine of her And his father. conflict is so real. They did such a good it job is. with that. You understand, like, what a difficult situation he's in. Like, he owes so much to this family, um, and it will cause so much trouble to break it off. But at the same time, like, this is essentially his daughter. Mm-hmm. He did such a good job with that part. Oh, he's, he's such a good actor. I yeah. love him. And, of course, the other thing that's interesting about this movie that they don't talk about a lot is the fact that the bride, what her boyfriend was married. Yes. She was having an affair with, I guess he was like a minor celebrity. This guy looks like a creep. I know, right? Cut your hair, dude. And shave that goatee. I I guess it wasn't a goatee, but like the facial hair he had was creepy. Whatever it was has to go. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it. No, it was bad. He's not leaving his wife. Uh, I know. She's like, I know. He might never leave her. And I'm like, might never. He's 100% never leaving her. Well, what she said was she might never agree to a divorce. Oh, yeah. The wife might never agree to a divorce. Which, again, did you hear him tell her about it? For all you know, he's never said anything. Which he totally hasn't. He totally never it's said anything. It's made clear after they, they're caught by the cops in the car. And yeah. his wife calls him and he's like, no, be quiet, be quiet. Uh, no, I was just the my... TV in the background. Oh, it was, uh, was a problem at work. Oh, uh, and she's like half dressed. Yeah. And the cops have pulled them out of the car and it's raining and she's calling for him. And the cops are the giving cops her a hard time. Super gross. Oh my gosh. And he's just so, the only thing he's concerned about is the fact that his wife doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a really interesting look at, like, you know, yeah, there can be problems with arranged marriages, but, like, there can be problems with just love matches, too. I mean, she fell in love with this guy. Yeah. And this guy is the worst. Oh, I know. And the guy that she's getting set up with, he's awesome. I know. He seems great. Oh, he's so sweet, and he's successful, and all this. He lives in America. But they don't also demonize her for it. They don't, you know, she's not instantly... Yeah, she's not a slut. Yeah, she's not the worst. She's not, she doesn't have to be punished. They have, like, a healthy communication. She turns it around and she's like, okay, fine. I'm going to do this, but I'm going to tell my fiancé about it. I'm not going into this on lies. Yeah. And And then they have a healthy communication about it. Yes, the guy gets mad. Of course he gets mad. Yeah. But then... But what's funny is, yeah, the thing he's mad about isn't that she's, like, not, like, an, a pure virgin or whatever. What he's mad about is the fact that she was still sleeping with her boyfriend. Yeah, which When is the fair. arranged marriage had happened, like, when he was in England. Yeah. Or India. Exactly. That's what he says. Like, you were still sleeping with him. Because he yeah. said he had a bad breakup with a girlfriend. Like, he... Yeah. He's modern enough because he was in America that he understands all that. Yeah. But they go into it with the right attitude of, like, look, we didn't fall in love with each other, but, like, I could love you. Yeah. You could love me. Like, we are get along well enough. Exactly. And if we go into it with our eyes open, knowing what this is and being open to being in love, then that's what will happen. Both of their parents were arranged marriages, you know? Yeah, and the relationship that you see between the bride's parents, I mean, it's really great. I know. I loved their relationship. It was so normal, but, like, so... You could tell that they'd really grown into it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. They really understood each other, and they'd been through so much with each other. And they were even, you know, you see her mother talking to her sister-in-law. I think so, yeah. um, About, she was like, oh, do you remember when we were newlyweds? And they Mm -hmm. were, like, laughing about it. It was an amazing time that they loved, clearly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they never portray it as, like, oh, gosh, you know, oh, sure, it can be good, but, oh, it's hard, and blah, blah, blah. Which, you know, sure, it's hard, but... Ask a lot of people. A lot of people, when they get married, it's hard. I know. It doesn't matter how they met. Right. And if your cultural expectations are that this is what will happen, then that's just the way it goes. I think that's a lot of what it is. And I think that's why it's hard for Americans to understand arranged marriages and think that they're horrible. But it's also why it's not horrible for people, necessarily horrible for people in that culture. Because, you know, this is just what you do and this is how it is. And a lot of... A lot of being able to do something and get through it is your expectations. Well, but also, when I look at... When I watch these Indian movies, I can more and more see how arranged marriages can be, like... It can just be a cultural norm. Like, I can see the advantages of it. And obviously, there's disadvantage. I mean, you see that, too. The people that got married to the wrong person or when they were too young or the parents were just trying to get rid of them or the, the other family doesn't treat them well. Like you see all of that stuff too. Yeah. But you can also see that when it's well done, when it's done out of love and well-meaning from both families, mm-hmm. you can see the way it makes sense. Yeah. Especially in a culture where family is the center of everything. Everything is built on functioning family units. So why wouldn't you? And and it, every decision you make affects your entire family. So why wouldn't the entire family be part of this decision? So it's it's really just a difference in the way you view your life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just such a great movie and everyone should see it immediately. It is. Several times. <laughs> it is. It really is. So next up, we have our fourth starter movie, which is Bajrangi Bajan, which is a Salman Khan movie that's Mm -hmm. just super sweet and awesome. But like, it kind of like flirts a little with that line of too sentimental, but then never crosses it. It's, it it does it really well. Yeah, it really does. And Kareena Kapoor, who was in Tashan. Yes, Kareena Kapoor. And it's currently available for streaming on Amazon Prime. So... We'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood. For more of An American's Guide to Bollywood, go to guidetobollywood.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com.